But this is this is what I love about Smothered, and that's the name of a show that they came up with that got picked up on Amazon Prime, y'all. Boom. I mean, they've already done episodes. Seven. Seven. I love the description. A hysterical and sobering look at a gay Jewish middle-aged couple trying to salvage their hideous relationship in therapy hell. <laughs> Amazon said it's the best comedy series I've seen in years. And like, listen to this, this description. A bickering gay couple who can't stand each other but can't afford to get of divorced. <laughs> the boys attempt to salvage their hideous relationship in therapy hell. It's a hysterical, touching, psychotic exploration of love, crashing to bits like cheap china from the Olive Garden. It's also a celebration of diversity, of little people, transsexuals, Asians, Blacks, Whites, Jews, closet cases, and a fluid dog. <laughs> I haven't seen anything like it. It's road time. Welcome to Rolanda On Demand. I love my podcast because we not only tackle the tough issues of the day, but we deal with hot topics, celebrity interviews, and information that can help you in your business or relationships. This is Rolanda On Demand. Oh, perfect. I've got to tell you, but I just, when I saw Smothered and just all the, what's going on with it, I thought, how cool is this? This is something (laughs) so unique, so new. And how did they get it, get this on Amazon? I know, right? Magic. um, We still don't understand it completely, honestly. But it's like, I love that. I love that reaction because that's what's happening. Rolanda, it's cray cray. Because, you know, build it and they will come kind of thing. We like, Jason and I like don't wait for permission to create. So it's like, damn it. If there's not a part, they're not casting me in this part. I'm writing my own and I'm putting it on stage. We're going to film it. it. We're going to do it. That's you know, and Jason, I don't know. You want me to tell you how this happened? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Y'all, y'all please meet these incredible. I'm claiming you as new friends of mine. Oh, I love it. I am so excited about, they've got this new show. It's called Smothered. And, and this is Jason Stewart, Mitch Hara. You've seen them around. You guys have been around from stage for screen for years. years. <laughs> Everybody knows you. And, and they can't, they're like, you're, aren't you that person? Yes. In, <laughs> aren't you, didn't I? But this is, this is what I love about Smothered. And that's the name of a show that they came up with that got picked up on Amazon Prime, y'all. Boom. I mean, they've already done episodes. Seven. Seven. I love the description. A hysterical and sobering look at a gay Jewish middle-aged couple trying to salvage their hideous relationship in therapy hell. (laughs) Amazon said it's the best comedy series I've seen in years. And like, listen to this, this description. A bickering gay couple who can't stand each other but can't afford to get divorced. (laughs) (laughs) The boys attempt to salvage their hideous relationship in therapy hell. It's a hysterical, touching, psychotic exploration of love, crashing to bits like cheap china from the Olive Garden. It's also a celebration of diversity, of little people, transsexuals, Asians, Blacks, Whites, Jews, closet cases, and a fluid dog. (laughs) I haven't seen anything like it. I'm also was so intrigued because I've so rarely seen a middle-aged 
Hello? gay couple celebrated no matter what. Well, let's get that first straight. We're not a real couple in real life. That's oh, God <laughs> forbid. We kill each God other. God forbid. I mean, there would be some sort of double suicide pack. If that I was. just <laughs> deep fry his face. <laughs> Which is season two. Yeah, it is season two. No, actually, like there's season two. Years. There's a little bit of a maybe a mafia connection. <laughs> but I can't imagine, and I and I want to imagine, and that's why I wanted you on the show too. I love that you you kicked out the gate saying nothing's going to stop our creativity. No COVID nineteen. No nothing is going to stop this. Exactly. How did this come about? Because this is the stuff people dream of. This is the treehouse dream. Me and my right. buddy came up with an idea. And now we're on Amazon Prime. Mitch, I give, love let's, it. Let's give her the real reason, honestly, instead of the fun version. In a sense, we've been doing the fun version. Well, but I think the fun version is real. It is. But we start. We, we where very, it started from. It started from an argument. A huge fight. It wasn't that hard, man. It was huge. It was not. Come on. It was huge. I go, Bolt. Now you see why they have a show. (laughs) He had this little thing. We've been in each other's shows, right? We've done each other's stuff. So he invited me to be in this thing with a bunch of people for over 50, and they were all hideous, and they were all horrible. That and is they so not true. He sexualized two of the straight boys, and they didn't want him in it, so I had to call him. I was so uncomfortable, I thought I was going to oh, kill him. Oh, they were flattering themselves. They were fetuses, and just because I have eye contact, they thought I was sexually attracted to them. Oh, that's uh, so They nice. had more baggage than a TW oversold flight. It's tight. It's TWA, Mitch, and it no longer exists. Okay. Like your I'll, hair. I'll get you the bag. I'll Wait get a you minute. the bag. Okay. How did this happen? How did you harp all of this energy into a show? Well, we they got he, seven he, episodes. We had a big ass fight. fight. Let me I I, let, him shut up. up. I'm talking. Me. Oh, oh there's a picture of his book. book I have on Amazon. Go, Jason. Go, Jason. <laughs> Go, Jason. So, so he hung up on me when I called to apologize after we had talked. For a couple months, the the series never happened. And I was like, like, honey, I love you, but we don't have to be friends. Yeah, but I didn't want to ruin a friendship over this. But I was willing to, and I hung up on him again. So then he calls (laughs) me back, tell him what happened. You call him back. And then I thought about it, and the idea hit me that the best part of our relationship is that we fight, and it's funny, and it's entertaining, (laughs) and. There is nothing on television, because when we were, se- we're self trying to sell it as an app hour series, so there is no prototype for a middle-aged a guys. gay couple as leads on a sitcom anywhere. But yeah. are played, wait a second, but are played by two gay guys. Yeah, but like real ones. Yeah, you know, the closest, I was, my brother is gay, so I got on the phone with my brother and said, Brittany, you gotta check out straight. Smothered. Yay. Well, there you go. But I called him and I said, and I said, you got to check out Smothered, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I said, is it just me or is, am I missing something? Because I don't see a lot of couples this age, gay, on television. The closest we could come to was Grace and Frankie. Right. But that's not middle, that's not. But they're not stars. They're they're not middle age. No, they're not. Listen, and I'm not going to say anything about them because I said to my friend, I said, listen, I'm so excited. I'm trying new things in my middle age. And she said, middle age. (laughs) She said, bitch, how many people you know? 122. (laughs) That's what I keep. all the same age, girl. I know middle age when I see it. You're younger than me. Go on. We are all the same age. We are ageless. There are no, and the, the, the couple on Grace and Frankie are played by two straight men who are close I, 
And both of them, and they're close to 80, both of them. And they're two steps away from the grave. So that's like a little different story. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. There's another phenomenon, but he's not middle age either. Leslie Jordan. But that's yeah. Oh, yeah. Still oh, Leslie's not. a buddy of mine. Yeah. I, do you do we love Leslie? How did oh, Leslie get a million people? I mean, you're gay and like you're a our age. Poodle. He's a poodle. If you're gay and you're our age, of course you're gonna know Leslie Jordan. Leslie is fat from the days of working with Del Shore back in yes, uh, yes. Wait, wait, Papa's dead, who's got the will? <laughs> Sorted lives, all those fabulous things. And now I think he reinvented himself on Instagram. All over. Yes, all over again. Who Telling the same dream? stories that we have heard and laughed our heads off to. You know, it's like the story of Sam Jackson, who was the B actor forever and ever, uh -huh. and then became the star. But you, yeah. you, but there's something that is so indelibly catchable, audible. And I think that's what Smothered has. I think you guys are going to have that thing. And if anybody's I love you. Now, they can go I, to we do too. They could go to smotheredtv.com. And you can watch it on Amazon. And if you don't have Amazon, we, didn't, we wanted to make sure that anybody could watch the show because we're very proud of it. You can also watch it on YouTube. It's going to be on Reverie next month, which means it'll be on Roku and Samsung and Apple TV. And boom, 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 boom. How there could not have been a better time to come out for streaming? Do you I'm think saying, it was because of the COVID thing that it gave you a better opportunity? A hundred percent. I mean, I don't care if we have to have a pandemic to get famous. I'm all down. <laughs> Somebody said it is what it is. So <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. But uh, it's it's just yeah, it's wild. It's just wild. It's like it's just an untamped little market that we and that's look, where that's where we were so wrong, Mitch, because we went to a screening that we had at Sony Pictures. Oh my god. For the cast and crew, we invited yeah. all these big wigs to come see us and our friends and there were like a hundred like three quarters of them were straight. And we thought it was going to be a very niche show with just, like you guys said. And we knew it was funny and we knew it was great. And I love my performance. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Jason drinks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's the show. It was so funny that's, that that's people us. laughed everywhere at setups and at, at, at things that we did. I mean, we, most of us. We were back there sweating and holding hands. Yeah, we well, you know something, I, I, I was, when I, my brother and I were trying, I said, Brett, it's kind of like, the closest I can think about it, like, it's kind of like Ab Fab, like kind of yeah, like that, that. that yeah. is that zany cult kind of humor that, you know, you, but when you talk about stuff like that, and, and, and the people that we've mentioned, and even the Grace, and the, and the Leslie, and the, the branding of these characters, the branding, what you were able to do in terms of reinvention in the middle of COVID pandemic. Mm. Well, we didn't do it during COVID. We did it. We, we shot the Just thing before. In January. Just before. Yeah, January and February of 2019. And we also, we, did, we based this thing in reality. We are both trained actors. Mitch right. has a big, strong uh, background in, 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 in uh, Stanislaus. Theater and theater, theater, theater right. studio I, and I, Lee Strasberg, all that shit. Roy London, Ivana Chubbuck, all the, we've studied with the best of the people in the business. So we really created these characters first from improv, then we, we wrote it down, then we rewrote it, then we did it again. We brought the director in, she helped us. We brought the editor in, he fixed it up. It's definitely a four-pronged person creative team that did this. We didn't just say, oh, we're doing a show and just do it that day. Or right. The important thing about it, Jace, is that we wanted, like, I didn't want it to just be a little vanity project. 
you right. know, like two actors going, oh, look how cute we are, and we're going to talk till we think it's funny, and then we're going to throw up in a corner. Yeah. Terry, our director, right. Terry Hanauer, like insist if she was going to be involved and she directed my one woman show and she knows me and she's just one man genius. so you're a, you're a man one man <laughs> what did i say one woman you I really did? did and you know what and i didn't even flinch i didn't Wait, hear it so you, you brought it up and you I didn't, didn't say even hear one that woman. come out of my mouth I no because like, that's how fabulous that show was Shut up, I'm talking. Did you lose your <laughs> Wait, I have a clip from my one-man show. <laughs> I love it. But you know something? I think that what fascinates me so much is not only because it's a new kind of approach and angle, um, it, it's not just easy, it's the bitterness, it's, yes. it's, it's just so so rough and tumble and fun it's really a dark comedy it's it really sad. is <laughs> but but i mean that's but that's the stuff we love that you know but that's we, a fabulousness yeah because scary. right underneath all the funny there's like a broken heart yeah and like you know if you've ever been in a long long relationship either it doesn't even have to be with a lover it could be with your brother it could be with your mother it could be with a best friend and it's like sometimes you just can't stand them chewing or hearing them breathe <laughs> and you just want them to die and you jump out the window <laughs> yeah so it's like that's what we try to capture okay you know, so was this therapy for either of you well we wound up working out our <laughs> Like, we'll be better for somebody else after this series. Yes, we will. <laughs> it was really, I gotta say, it was really hard. And there were times for me, because the character really is not me. I think Mitch's character is closer to who he is. He says it's close to me, but I don't think it is at all. Uh, I, I don't need feel to believe that. Well, that's who I am. <laughs> okay, first of all, describe your characters. Give us the name and describe the characters. Okay. You go first, Mitch. Go, you go first, honey. Me? Yeah, you go first. Go oh, my, mine's the Alpha. My, my character's name is Randy, and he has a very high self-esteem and a self-image. He thinks everybody loves him. Everybody wants to sleep with him. He thinks Ra Ralph is holding him back. He's a victim. He's a martyr. And so everything of that does not make you want to have sex with him. So I run everywhere. Tell your own character. Well, that is my own character. It is based in reality. <laughs> So he pulls a lot of reality on his character. You say, Jason, you don't pull reality on your character. Well, Describe see, he's your a character. Big fat liar. For me, Ralph. Ralph is. Um, for me, Ralph is is the other side of Mitch. So when Mitch wanted to do this, I had to figure out comedically what would work and also relationship. Yeah. So I had to, I had no choice. I had to be the opposite. So I have. Well, if I'm I Lucy, you're Fred. And oh I, my God! And I can only imagine the two of you who are I masters of Fred. improv. <laughs> yeah. Where you threw each other. Yes, yeah. I can oh, only imagine. Yeah, well, we would, that's how we wrote it. Mitch, can I tell my character just for a oh, second? Oh, I thought we were done. <laughs> so my character, Ralph, Ralph really is in love with, with Randy. They've been together. He, he wants to be married. He wants a husband at home. He actually thinks that he is helping Randy in his life. He thinks he's doing the books. Delusion. He thinks he's in. He thinks he has friends. He doesn't. No. His world is Randy. He's and in, in a way, he's he sort of stifles him and chokes him to death. I mean, wanting so much to be with him, and he's willing to put up with any uh, abuse. You, you, we all have that friend that says, "Honey, leave him. This right. guy is too much. Leave him. You You're can, not you happy. <laughs> Go. 
surprise somebody so much better. And uh, basically, I, I do all these things just because I love him so much and I want to stay in the relationship. And I am actually the monogamous, you know, good guy. But the problem is, is I have no talent to do almost anything. I know how to arrange food on a plate. <laughs> and you know, you're good with wigs. Yes. And in I the, next, the next season, he's going to get a job but, at Wig World. Yeah. Oh, my God. But let me tell you, you probably have more talent than most because you can stay in a relationship longer. COVID-19, we, oh we have seen breakups soaring. Oh, right, we're we're going to see a bunch of babies and a bunch yeah. of divorces. Okay. 100%. Yeah. So, so this kind of smothered is, is kind of like maybe what resounds so much with everybody is that everybody, I don't care if you're gay, black, white, Asian, trans, whatever, everybody can relate to being smothered in oh, a yeah, relationship. Exactly. It we could be your mama, we, your grandmama, your lover. We thought you know, it was Rolanda, you're so right. You're so, so what right. comes out of this? Because I think that art has a great way of dealing with, yes, the bitterness, and, and we do the dark comedy. But it has such a way of, of, of making a statement, a message at this time. If there was a relationship message, or is it a message about diversity? Is it a message? Well, it's what definitely, do you want this said, streaming system to do? It's definitely a message about diversity. We yeah. want everybody, we're two white Jewish guys. So we wanted, you know, two so gay, gay Jewish guys. We wanted everyone in the thing to be either gay or over. We have a woman who's over. No, 70. we didn't want them all to be gay. We wanted them to be. Well, let me finish. All yeah. individual. Right. We wanted to be. So we wanted them to be trained. We were done with the white thing. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, most. Well, well, look. Mostly gay. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> had to be all gay, but mostly gay. Uh, yeah. Gay. Look, I know. Mostly black. Yeah, <laughs> mostly women. Now she won't let me talk. No one does. <laughs> See, because she understands. You talked to her before. She's another Randy. Yes, Rolanda um, Randy, baby. We, we wanted everyone to be. Uh, we have a little person. We have a seven foot woman. We have a woman, a woman who's over seventy. We wanted them Jewish and and gay and LGBTQ and we have black, we have lesbian, <laughs> we have a, the fluid dog. You said you know we've got a bite sized person. Why? No, 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 listen. Why is diversity so important? I, it's like it reflects the world I live in, and it's the world I want to live in, and I just want to embrace everybody. You know, I want everybody to be playing in the sandbox together with equal opportunity, bring all our talents and support each other. Because as an artist, we can do that well, faster so, than anybody else. Absolutely. I, I think it's so wonderful to this watch. Is before, this is before, you know, all this happened this year that we did this. This well, is, yeah. And Mitch and I have had this, uh, when I said, hey, this is what I want to do, he said, yes, 100%. There was no discussion about that. And, and I, I also feel that this is the world that we live in today. This isn't 20 years ago. And I think network television is always a little far behind. Yeah. Always trying to Everybody's a little far behind. <laughs> but you know what's so great? And, you know, and here's the other thing. A lot of us artists are so much ahead of the game so so we're so Absolutely. much ahead of ourselves or ahead of the world and i think that this is a time in this particular time i'm so inspired by your story because you had an idea um something called covid was a wave but it was also a wave that brought you to shore i mean you know it really helped i think give you an opportunity in the streaming world to tell the stories of diversity that's what streaming has been so beautiful about whether it's netflix or 
it's whatever amazing. else is streaming. I've it seen things I wouldn't see normally. You know what? I'll tell you this. It was really interesting. A couple of years ago, I was in a film called The Birth of a Nation. Yeah. And I, and I played a white heterosexual Christian plantation owner in 1831. You and that were was so it. freaking good. I was going to tell you. I can't even believe I'm talking to the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really can't because you were yeah. a son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept going, but we kept going just like you say, your your reputation is aren't you that guy can't you that know, guy. that exactly. Yeah. Go on, please tell that story because you talk about busting out with a diversity story with Birth of a Nation. Well, you know, there, you yeah. are a courageous actor. Mm -hmm. well, I, I, it, it was my dream. You know, I actually I'll be really honest, I was in therapy the other day talking about it. It was, it was my dream to be able to be in a film that tells a story of somebody that is going to show the world a different point of view, especially from the black point of view, from the black American point of view. That's and right. it was going to tell that, that story. And also, I mean, the level of work, the level of all the people in the film, everyone from Asia Naomi King to Army Hammer to uh, Gabrielle Union, uh, Jackie or Haley, Penelope Ann Miller. I mean, so many others that I'm missing. The level of performances in that yeah, film. Amazing. That film was unbelievable. But it also gave me this opportunity to, I spent a year PRing the film and people kept asking me, what do you think? What do you think about this? This is Black Lives Matter. This is Black Oscar So White. I said, well, what I do is I take off my shoes. I put the shoes on of my black brothers and sisters and I just shut up and listen because mm -hmm. that's what it's time to do right now. Mm -hmm. And I also, um, I also feel so lucky in, in so many ways and so grateful to be able to be a part of this and now to be to go back to my roots of comedy and be able to play with Mitch, another gay Jewish man, yeah. honestly. And I mean, I'm a Jew-lite. jew, -lite. jew -lite. Uh, But honestly, from the bottom of my heart, no jokes aside, to be able to, to present this. Yeah, it's a, it's a gift. Yeah, right. it is. And right. It really is a gift. You know, I... Um, I just spoke with a girlfriend of mine here on Rolanda On Demand, uh, a Jewish, Orthodox Jewish girlfriend. She's one of my best friends. She's a judge in Baltimore. Wow. And so we were talking about what COVID-19 and the Black yeah. Lives Matter movement, how that's affecting the criminal justice system and crime in America. And then we started talking about the historic bond between the Jewish community and the Black community when it came for yeah. racial equality and, and the rest. Right. It was such a great conversation about that. And I think that, that, you know, even with, with, whether it's birth of a nation, which my God, the conversation that would come out of your character alone and the character alone here and what, what you're doing in terms of diversity was smothered. Um, you and, and Mitch is, is just amazing what art can do. Even if it's advancing it? the conversation, maybe people think, maybe people stop and go like, what was that? I've never seen or heard that before. It's a, it's a privilege to be a part of that. Because, and it's also, I think work, the kind of work you get begets the kind of work you get. I mean, before that, I was in Tangerine with Sean Baker and, and, and Amaya Taylor, who's a transgender actress, who was the first person to win uh, uh, an award at the Spirit Awards for playing a transgender character who was transgender. And, and a film like that that was on an iPhone. And then before that, Love is Strange about gay marriage. You know, it, it, it's just, you, it, life is a birds of a feather. And if you're in there, you're going to be able to swim with those people. And what's really wonderful about that is that you get to work on these kind of things because of who you are. It comes mm -hmm. from who you are. And, and, and some of them, I get to work with John Lipkow and, and Fred Molina and Marissa Tomei and, and uh, play the guy that marries him. I was a, I was a nervous wreck. The, 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 the Oscar, Anthony, Tony, all these people, you know, and, I, and I'm in that company. 
So I feel, you know, it's, it's just such a gift in, in so many ways to be able to do that. And, and not everything you do is going to be successful. Believe me, Mitch and I have done a lot of things that nobody saw, you know. So we're really... Well, Alana, you're an artist, too. Oh, honey, listen. If girl, I, if you I, know. A child, listen, I, if I could pave the road with every rejection slip, we would be here to, 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 right? to Michigan by now. <laughs> right. But exactly. you know something, but, it, but it's also the thing of when I tell people, especially about reinventing yourself, you know, when you, when you, when you make that choice to do what you love to do, you always go back to the why. Why? Because always. you know, half the time I'm like, what would, what would I think of myself if I didn't take this chance with all the rejections? 100%. I don't care if rejection. I'm but still doing what I've got to do. Even that, I think that because so many people ask you, and I'm going to tell you this is something about my partner here in this. So many people ask you, you know, what do you, why, you, why do you want to be an actor? There's this story that somebody asked Barbara Streisand. They said, I have a niece and I, she wants to be an actress. Will you talk to her, a good friend of hers? She says, of course. Barbara talks to the young girl. She's, the young girl says, you know, do you think I should be an actress, Barbara? And Barbara says, no. And she says, why? She says, well, because if you have to ask. Yeah. You have to, it has to be a want or a need. And, you know, a number of years ago, I don't know what year Mitch started, but Mitch started working on a one-person show. And he started, it's called Mutant Olive. And he started working on a show that was about all the drug addiction that he had, the alcoholism, the, fam the terrible family that he had to go through, everything I had to go through and come out on the <laughs> now. Well, you know what? I was going to ask that because it's this was leading to that, 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 that um, the topic of really being authentic, even with the transparency that that love of yourself makes you responsible for. Right. I was so interested that in the bio, Mitch, that you were talking about, um, that you're the, the, the first line, the lead line is, I'm the product of an alcoholic situation that was hyperactive. And there was something that was so like, what? What? <laughs> you know, but tell me, because you have embraced something that most people would be like, you've embraced it and said, here it is, here I am. And it makes me so who I am. It makes me Mitch Hara, you know? It's, it really, it, it started out as a, as a survival mechanism, you know, cause you go through, you get, I was a fat kid. I was, my parents were alcoholic speed freaks. So I was brought up by Wolverines. There's no rules. It was being bullied. People spit on my head. And I took all kinds of, it was just horrible, horrible, horrible. I blocked out my whole childhood. But then, and I became a drug addict and I crashed 17 cars. And then- At once. Wait a minute, you had 17 cars? No, I crashed six first and then I continued to get, you know, five more DUIs. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a, so I was urged to do this one man show thing. And my, one of my mentors, Milton Gonzalez, who's a really genius director, who's dead. And uh, so I started working on this, huh? Very famous acting coach. Yeah, he's amazing. But so I started working on it and it was just from my, I just use my own life, my own experience and throw it on stage, you know? And it's like the depths of my despair and the depths of my brokenness and also my humor of it. And it all takes place in an audition for Hamilton. Oh and, my God. And, and, let me know. <laughs> and I cannot start the audition till I purge my hideous relationship. So, so it's that moment before, oh my God, that's the worst moment in life you could possibly choose. Yeah. How and do you make, deal with the fear of facing those demons? I work it out on stage in front of people. Mm -hmm. 
I absolutely, I just like, people say how brave it is that I will reveal, like my brother said, you know, it's great, but I don't know how the fuck, I don't know, I would never do that in front of people. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't think it's brave, it's just what I do. You know, I've turned everything into material and it's so purging every time. I can imagine how freeing it is. You you feel free because once you throw it out there, you're free. People know this. He's been sober, uh, clean and sober for over 20 years. 25 years now? No, it's 20, yeah, 24, whatever. I gave up a year. I know. Shocking. If I can do it, anybody. That's a big deal. I am so proud of you guys because you just, I mean, in one fleeting glance, you know, I've seen, you know, we, we three, we've been around the block. Hell yes. There's not a lot that makes us go, "Ah, wait a minute, what is this? I got to talk to them, book them. I'll I'll reach out to them. I don't do that. I just don't do it. But I just think there's something really special about to happen, even in the dialogue, in the observation. It's just fun humor. It's, yeah, you know, we all a little, little, you know, I find myself getting a little crotchety every once in a while, but I kind of like this humor because it may, you know, it's a little pissed off humor. It's kind of like, what's going with the time? Well, we can uh-huh. laugh at ourselves. We can laugh at ourselves. We can laugh at ourselves. And also, at the end of the day, love endures all. And, you know, yes. it's just a great story. Great story. Anything else you guys want, want to say? One of the things I loved also about something you said, I, I, um, the inner child is alive and well and ready to play. Yes. People are locked up right now. They are in their houses. They don't know if their jobs are going to be there. They hate their spouses. The kids are driving (laughs) crazy. What the fuck are we going to (laughs) do? It's my whole concept. They're horny as hell. Yes. Oh, yes, girl. Yes. 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 And I'm single and horny as hell. Hell. So what do we do with all this energy? (laughs) We're we're both going to fight over your brother. That's all I have. Yeah, I know. That's all I'm going to say. He is fine, and and he is he's you now have to be. Look at so you. He's, he's he's in Fort Lauderdale. Boom. Where is he? Where does he live? We'll he'll be him. watching Fort Lauderdale or Fort Lauderdale. Oh, as he calls it. I, yes. He's going. I have a book that's out. It's called. It's an autobiography. <laughs> it's called Shut Up. Shut plug up, away. What, what? Plug, baby, plug. Plug, 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 plug. I, 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 uh, last year I got a book deal with CCB Publishing. Oh, good. Cool. It's called Coming Out, uh, uh, Shut Up, I'm Talking, uh, Coming Out in Hollywood, Making It to the Middle. And it's all about my career. It's all about the things that we're talking about. It's about coming from, you know, very similar background to rich, crazy parents. My mother was a really big star, but didn't have a film. My father was a king, didn't have a country. So I went into <laughs> show business. Please love me. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I'm reading that book. That's I a know, good right? story. Isn't it, wonderful? Isn't it wonderful how the things that we think are the flaws in our life become the greatest stories that Maybe we you have. You have no idea how many people will say, that's my story, that's my thing. My mother, who's 83 and lives next door to me here, she says, uh, don't use my name, call, my, call me Goldie. Her name is Gloria. Call me Goldie, I don't want no one to know that's, that's me. And I've been talking about her in my act for literally 30 years. Plus, she, she likes and she comments on everything we post. Oh, well, I'm the mother. I'm, a, I'm, I'm the Goldie the mother. I'm the mother. <laughs> With her name, Gloria Lasky, and then it says, I'm Goldie the mother. It doesn't make any sense. Am I, I, on, the, am I on the website of, the, of, the, of my LinkedIn to the, to the Facebook? To the Facebook. Well, listen, just like your Jewish mother, I am very proud of the two of you mentions, uh, too. You. I just oh, want I you to I just know. love you. You're I love you, We have to be friends forever. 
You're Absolutely. I'm so proud of you guys. Oh, thank you. And that inner child, I know yours is alive and well and kicking. Honey, listen, that's all she does is kick. <laughs> and, look, and, and cowboy boots. <laughs> what a pleasure. Yeah, indeed, you guys. Anything else you want to say? or? So it's a smothertv.com. Uh, that would be smotheredtv.com. Right. And if you forget and to- go on, give us five stars and give us a review. Amazon's watching. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> and please follow them in social media, y'all. Oh, yeah. Jason Stewart, Mitch Hara, thank you so much. I really appreciate this interview. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. And thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and watching RolandaOnDemand.com or Rolanda On Demand. I hope you'll follow me at Rolanda Watts, R-O-L-O-N-D-A-W-A-T-T-S, every day of the week in every form of social media. And also, while we're talking about books, pulling right out of the sky. Oh my God, look at that, I love that. She is magic. <laughs> she is magic. Oh God, Destiny lingers. Destiny. Destiny but I love lingers. the way you did that right out of the sky. She's pulling it right woman. out of the vortex. She's everything. <laughs> but I edit. <laughs> I need that vortex. Thank you so much for listening to Rolanda On Demand today. If you enjoyed it, please give me a rating and give me a review and tell your friends. And don't forget to subscribe. I hope to have a whole lot more really good podcasts coming up for you. Follow me on social media. Pick up your copy of Destiny Lingers. And for those of you who are interested in starting your own projects, maybe there's a reinvention that you want to do in your life during this COVID time. I think there was a lot of inspiration and a lot of great takeaways from the guys today from Smothered. And, um, you know, it just started with a couple of guys talking. You know, one of my favorite sayings is, don't forget that the mighty, mighty Oaks started out as just a couple of nuts who held their ground. (laughs) Maybe there's some reinvention project that you have. Follow me at Rolanda.com, R-O-L-O-N-D-A.com. And uh, join some of my free reinvention webinars where we give you encouragement and support and maybe some great new ideas to try as we are all in a pivot reinvention curve. So go on and sign up there, save your free seat for my webinars, and I'll keep you posted. In the meantime, thanks again for listening. Now go out there and do something good with your mask on. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.